family, we're going to start this off just a little bit different today or tonight or this afternoon or whatever time it is that you are watching or listening. Family, thank you so much for tuning in to Malak About Y'all to the Remnant. And before we start this segment, I got a poem for you. Like the head, here it go.
some her oh my goodness i just thank the most high for allowing me to meet such a wonderful beautiful sister my little baby sister my akoti ania israel man fire um very 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 anointed poet and i just thank the most high that she let me squawk in the background <laughs> okay family so anyway Welcome and greetings, family. Uh, thank you for joining me for another reading of the book of Hanak. So now I know that um, my family is used to me going live doing this, right? But I have, um, I'm kind of on a live sabbatical. You know, I'm not stopping my service to the most high. No, but just for a while, I won't be going live. Um, now you guys know that I share a lot of me with you. Okay, so um, behind closed doors, your sister uh, was still struggling with a sin. And that sin was my nicotine addiction. Okay, so you guys know also, those of you that have been following me for some time, that I was very, very open about my marijuana addiction because it's just like so acceptable. Now, I really thought there was nothing wrong, but I'm like, yeah, I smoke and, you know, um, so... <clears throat> excuse me after a few months no i want to say maybe after my first month of really being active on my youtube channel and um just really really you know just being very active in the vineyard of the kingdom of heaven right i started to feel some kind of way about it and then i was supposed to be interviewing this woman from uh a certain group on Facebook and she was all ready to do the interview with me and then she came across one of my videos I think it was my little Bob Marley style video when I was actually like making weed brownies and I was just really advocating I was advocating for um, the ingestion the consumption and even the smoking of marijuana and she was like you know I says I gotta pull back she says because I have to protect my followers, those that those that follow what I'm doing. And if they see me do this interview with you, it's as if I'm condoning your lifestyle. And then, you know, um, at first I'm like, okay, whatever. Well, you know, she don't got to do it then. And I told her, I said, well, sis, you know, I've always smoked. And this is what I said to her. I'm like, sis, I've always smoked, you know. And um, so maybe I have to pray on it because I don't think who has a problem with it. And it didn't even take no prayer. Like, really. 
right then and like once I finished saying what I needed to say to her, whoop whoop de whoop, and um he just seized me like the feeling that came over me was like you better stop right now. And so I had it out. I had it out that day. And mind you, I had a young man who was live giving his testimony on my YouTube channel. And he was another advocate for uh, marijuana. So uh, he's giving his testimony as to how he came out of the world and began to serve Yahuwah. Um, I was having this conversation in my inbox with the woman. And when I came back on, unfortunately, I wish I could say, like, guys, you know, go to this link, that link. The live is there. The live is no longer available. Um, as I did end up cutting ties with this young man and his wife, um, more than likely very foolishly on my part. Okay. Um, but we'll get into that story in a second, maybe, possibly. So anyway, I, um, I finished the conversation with her and I popped back in on the live because I had given him... You know, I had given him the screen just to talk. So when I came back and I shared the screen, I'm like, yo, ah, guess what? We got to stop smoking. <laughs> right? And so, um, yeah, so that was that was it. Right? Or so I thought. So I did good for about three weeks. Him, he was like, says, I'm, look, I'm struggling every day. I'm praying on it. You know, he didn't really. At first, you know, he said he was going to do it. And then, um, you know, I guess he didn't have the strength within him at that time. Or maybe Yahuwah wasn't really calling him to, like, stop it right now or whatever. Because, you know, he deals with us um, sometimes collectively. But from my experience, he deals with us on a one-to-one -one basis. It's like what he graces one person to do, the other person has no grace in that department. You feel me? So my grace in that department was um, running thin. So after three weeks. Somebody who really, you know, just honestly means me no good came around and um, that person, you know, claimed that they were so proud of me because I wasn't smoking anymore. Um, but they were still smoking, but they were proud of me for quitting, right? Pulled out some, some what they call Zaza, okay? I smelt that thing and I went to my altar and I prayed. And I'm like, yeah, I could smoke because I prayed and you're hooing on my heart. Here's how that nasty flesh tries to hold on. And you know, the, the scripture that says, um, the heart is wicked and deceitful. Who can know it? Man, my heart was like, you going to smoke? You know, you want to smoke? You're hooing know you is fine. So, okay. So after three weeks of not smoking anymore, I smoked that smoke with that person and that was it I was back on it right so this went on for like about a month and man after that month I was like yo you really gotta stop like this is this is ridiculous and you know I had gotten to a point where I couldn't even afford to keep smoking you know, I wasn't working yet. I was recently, you know, getting back adjusted to being a single mom. As, um, you know, y'all probably know the story about that. But um, as for me and my house, 
we will serve Yahuwah Alachim. As for me and my house, we will go in the ways of Yahusha. And if I have a husband, he has to be a husbandman, meaning keep me groomed, pruned, clean, whole, okay, blameless before Yahuwah. He has, you know what I'm saying? Ephesians 5. He, the Ephesians 5 says that a husband is to keep his wife without spot and without blemish. Not someone who's going to continuously uh, have me indulging in alcohol and marijuana and cigarette smoking. You know what I mean? So, um, anyway, you know, that relationship just, it, it was, that was it. If you guys go back over a few segments here on the podcast, you guys remember uh, when I first started this podcast, we were not together, right? And then we got back together about a year after I started the podcast. And um, it was almost two years, about a year and a half after I started the podcast. And uh, you, you guys will see like <clears throat> six months after us being back together, there was a Couch Chronicles segment where I was saying, nope, guys, it didn't work out and that was it. But I'm going to tell you, there was like a soul tie between me and this man. I would know he wasn't good for me. I would know that uh, for my spiritual walk, that he was just a hindrance. I would know this, but there was a part of me that would like ache for this man. And I would get him back and it would just be bad, you know. So anyway, 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 let's get back to where we're going with this, right? So I had had enough. I'm like, no, you cannot keep doing this, right? So I want to say July, because I know I went to visit. Um, I went to, I went on vacation in Connecticut, and I was smoking. I mean, I was smoking and just smoking and just smoking. And <clears throat> when I got home. I came home July the 8th, the 9th. I came home July, July 8th, July 9th. And I said, this, you know, this is getting ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous. So mid-July, like the second week of July, I said, this is it, girl. You're done. Could not smoke anymore. I did a fast, and I stopped. So July, August, September, October, three months clean. Praise Yahuwah, but I was still smoking them cigarettes. And I feel like I was smoking cigarettes even more because, you know, I, I was not having that comfort of the weed. You know, it was like, it was, aside from the addiction, it was just the, the habit of it, you know, the putting it up to my mouth, the, the pulling it, the blowing it out. You know what I mean? The whole process. So I was just smoking, smoking, smoking cigarettes. And um, on the 14th of this month, because I don't know, everybody <clears throat> in my life that I know that is uh, in the way, the truth, and the light, we have been so mistaught. We all observe different feast times. You know what I mean? We, and it's in our, it's in our desire to be doing it at the right and proper times. So we all have, we all vary in understanding for now. 
And that's, you know, just like as Rob Shaul, Rabbi Shaul, Apostle Paul said, right now we know in part and we prophesy in part, right? But in that day when we come face to face with our Yahusha, with our Yeshua, <clears throat> Yeshua meaning salvation, Yahusha, or Yahushua, Yahushai, uh, you know, the father's son, um, you know, in that day when we're face to face with him, we're going to be transformed into images just like him. So then we'll be perfect. Then we'll know all things. But for now, you know, so we just trying to get it together. So anyway, um, I observed Sukkot, the, the Feast of Booths, Booths, the Feast of Tabernacles, uh, this year, October. I started on October the 15th. And I'll be going straight through until October the 22nd. So anyway, it was like literally the day before. It was just like I had it out at my home. And no, it was the 13th, the night of the 13th, two days before. Um, I was praying at my altar, enveloped in that smell of the cigarette that I had just smoked before I went to the altar to pray. And I remember that I was crying out for Israel, Yasharal. I was crying out for Yehuda. I was crying out for the people in my neighborhood, on my block, in my building that didn't know him. And, you know, I was begging Yehuda, you know, open, open their eyes and purify them and bring them closer to you. And then there was just like a, like in my Ruach, like, because I remember, I'm like, you know, the way you cleaned me up and took me off the weed, you know, do it for them too. And for a minute, I remember feeling like super saved. You know what I'm saying? I felt like like super set apart. And then that remembrance of that nasty thing that was still holding on to me. And I said, Father, you know, I talked to my father. And I'm just like, it just don't fit. It doesn't fit. <clears throat> the work that I do for you, the love and the zeal that I have for you, this thing will not have a hold on me. I started to feel like angry. Like how dare this nasty habit have a hold on the father's daughter. I'm not with it no more. And um, so he said, throw your cigarettes away. So I had a lot. I had a lot of cigarettes. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> see, with every pack that I had bought, I'm like, this is my last pack. Like, this is my last pack. And it's like, when I got to that last one, that last one was so good, I had to do it again. I went and bought another pack. So this time I'm like, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry. <clears throat> and another thing, family, my lungs are literally healing. Because I was smoking cigarettes since I was in the single digits. Okay? Since I was like, hmm, about eight years old, stealing cigarettes. Trying to go buy my own loose cigarettes, for real. So I've been smoking all these years. Um, I only took a break, pregnant, okay? And not even with all of my children. That, that addiction had me that bad. I only quit smoking with my middle son, with Joshua. <clears throat> but um, with my daughter, I didn't smoke a lot of cigarettes, you know? But... I did. I still smoked. Anyway. 
as my lungs are healing, you guys are going to hear it, you know. So, um, yeah, I said, you know what, I got to throw these things away. So at first I was going to punk out. I'm like calling to my daughter. Can you imagine I'm calling to my 12-year-old daughter to go get mommy cigarettes and throw them away? And when my daughter don't want to do something, she actually she don't hear you. She was like, huh, huh? And I just knew. I knew, first of all, what are you doing? You shouldn't even have for touching them things. So you better go do it yourself, right? So I just felt the rock telling me, you better go do it yourself. And I did it. And as I was doing it, I break. I was breaking them, and I wasn't even a hundred percent sure while I was doing it if it was gonna stick at first. So I'm like, okay, I'm being delivered. Thank you, you know, in Yahusha's name, I'm being delivered from this nicotine addiction. And then, like with the last couple of cigarettes, I just felt bold, and I said, I am delivered. From this addiction. And. Mashbacha family. That was. On the 13th. Was today. Today is. The 20th. Going into the 22nd. Because probably by the time I finish. It'll be after midnight. It's 11. 22 right now. And um. So yeah y'all. Yada Yahuwah. I give glory and honor to the Most High because dying to the flesh, that is a true testament to you walking with Yahusha, dying to the flesh, the things that the flesh loves, the things that the flesh craves. He denied his flesh unto death. How dare we not do the same? So... This is your sister, Newport Free. And on that note, here's a song of praise. He keeps on blessing me. He keeps on, he keeps on. 
enjoyed that song please visit my youtube channel malaka Baya to the remnant and <clears throat> excuse me give it a thumbs up if you didn't know i love to sing and the most high has just paired me with an amazingly talented anointed zealous akoti milan arizari um she's pretty much the song's composer She's the composer of the songs, and then she gives me kind of like creative control, if I'm saying the right words, because she lets me go in there and move words around and add words or take words out. So really, uh, the songs are um, me and her. It's me and her, and she lets me sing them, and I'm trying to get her to sing. I got her on one track, just a little bit, and it was the, um, the, the remix, if you will, or the revamp of uh, Thank You, Lord. But you guys know that we are awakened to who we are in Yahuwah as being uh, women of Yehuda, Or at least we know Yasharal. None of us are really sure about the tribes, but we pretty much um, feel like those of us that are in America are more than likely Yehuda, right? The praisers, think about it. Come on, are we singing and we writing stuff? So, um, yeah, so I got her on that a little bit. She, she's singing a little bit at the end. And, um... As much as she's encouraged me, I'm trying to encourage her because she has an amazing voice. Um, but yeah, so that's my songwriter. And so we doing it, guys. So y'all willing, there's going to be much more uh, to come. So anyway, here's your sister. Drug free. Cigarette free. On fire. Full of zeal. In love with the most high. Now, even though I am taking a break from going live. Mishpacha, I'm still at his service. So, with no further ado, here is the book of Hanak. And um, if you go on, if you go on YouTube, right, you're gonna be able to follow it in sequence, right, from the very first chapter and on. Right now, today, I'm going to just jump in. Uh, I believe in Hanak 58. I'm gonna give you guys Hanak 58. And again, if you want, you know, one from chapter one all the way through, then check me out. Malaka about y'all to the remnant on YouTube. Don't forget to like and subscribe. All right, family. So after the daily prayer, we're going to get right into the chapter. 
Blessed are you, Yahuwah of the armies, creator of the heavens and the earth, the Allahim of Avraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, our Allahim, the Holy One of Yasharal, my Eloi, and my salvation, for giving us the spirit of wisdom. Baruch atah Yahuwah, Sebaoth, Baruch HaShamayim Vecha Aretz, Alahaikem Shel Avraham Yitzhak Yaakov. Alahainu Va'al Kadosh Achad Yasharal Eloi Vyashai Ashar Natan Yanu Ha Ruach Chokma Amen. Our family, um, I just want to apologize in advance if you hear some light snoring in the background. My babies are knocked out and we are kind of all bunking up under each other as uh, we're sleeping under a tent. Well, it's a really giant, huge umbrella that's kind of tent-like. So, yeah, uh, this is where we're sleeping for Sukkot. Praise Yahuwah. So, anyway, here we go. Hanak 58. In those days, my eyes beheld the secrets of the lightnings and the splendors and the judgment belonging to them. They lighten for a blessing and for a curse, according to the will of Yahuwah Sabaoth. And there I saw the secrets of the thunder when it rattles above in the heaven and its sound is heard. The habitations also of the earth were shown to me. The sound of thunder is for peace and for blessing, as well as for curse, for a curse, according to the word of Yahuwah Sabaoth. Afterwards, every secret of the splendors and of the lightnings was seen by me. For blessing and for fertility, they lighten. Chapter 59 In the five hundredth year and in the seventh month, on the fourteenth day of the month of the lifetime of Hanak in that parable, I saw that the heaven of heavens shook, that it shook violently, and that the powers of Al-Alyon and the angels, thousands and thousands and myriads of myriads, were agitated with great agitation. And when I looked, the Ancient of Days was sitting on the throne of his glory, while the angels in Kadoshim were standing around him. A great trembling came upon me, and terror seized me. My loins were bowed down and loosened. My mind was dissolved, and I fell on my face. The holy Mikael, another holy angel, one of the holy ones, was sent to raise me up. And no, it says, was sent. Who raised me up? Verse 2. And when he raised me, my Ruach returned, for I was incapable of enduring this vision of violence, its agitation, and the concussion of heaven. Wow. Ooh, some vision. Could you guys imagine? You see, Yahuwah hand 
picks. He handpicked his chosen ones from the foundation of the earth. And he knew just you and I, we, we probably couldn't withstand, you know, seeing these visions that uh, our forefather, because I believe Hanakia, he's one of our forefathers. He was uh, the father of Methuselah, right? So anyway, um, Uncle Enoch, you know, we couldn't withstand that. We couldn't have. So that was him. That was all him right there. And I just blessed the most high uh, for the writers that was able to take uh, the writings of Enoch and make them available to us. Okay, so chapter, I mean, verse 3 of chapter 59, then holy Mikael said to me, why are you disturbed at this vision? Hitherto has existed the day of mercy, and he has been merciful and long-suffering towards all who dwell upon the earth. But when the time shall come, then the power, the punishment, and the judgment which Yahweh Sebaoth has prepared for those who prostrate themselves to the judgment of the righteous, to the judgment of righteousness, for those who adjure that judgment, and for those who take his name in vain. That day has, prepared, has been prepared for the elect as a covenant, and for sinners as an inquisition. Hmm. Verse 7. In that day shall be distributed two monsters a female monster whose name is leviathan dwelling in the depths of the sea above the springs of waters for those of you that are not familiar with the apocryphal books for those of you that have not you know read enoch before and i just don't want you guys to think that this is anything strange and foreign remember even in the book of Eov in the book of Job, okay, it speaks about the Leviathan. Did not the mighty one say, did not the creator, did not the father, our Allahim, say to Eov, say to Job, who can put a hook in the nose of the Leviathan, right? So we understand from there that the Leviathan is under Jehovah's control, as is everything, okay? So verse 8. And a male monster whose name is Behemoth, which possesses on his breast the invisible wilderness. His name was Dindan, in the east of the garden, where the elect and the righteous will dwell, where he received it from my ancestor, who was man. From Adam, the first man whom Yahweh Sebaoth made. Then I asked of another angel to show me the power of those monsters, how they became separated, how they became separated on the same day, one in the depths of the sea and one in the dry desert. And he said, You, son of Adam, are here desirous of understanding secret things. And the angel of peace who was with me said, These two monsters are by the power of Allahim prepared to become food, that the punishment of Allahim may not be in vain. Then shall children be slain with their mothers and sons with their fathers. 
and when the punishment of Yahuwah Sabaot shall continue upon them, shall it continue upon them, shall it continue that the punishment of Yahuwah Sabaot may not take place in vain. After that judgment shall exist with mercy and long suffering. Wow. You know, guys, I'm going to um I'm gonna listen back over this again myself because there's a lot of meat in here and it is impossible to consume a meal like this all in one whop and then be like, okay, I'm full on to the next meal. You know, mm mm. We're gonna have to meditate on this, Mishbacha. Okay. So here we go. Chapter 60. Then another angel who proceeded with me spoke to me and showed me the first and last secrets in heaven above and in the depths of the earth, in the extremities of heaven and in the foundations of it and in the receptacle of the winds. He showed me how their ruachath were divided, how they were balanced, and how both the springs and the winds were numbered according to the force of their ruach. He showed me the power of the moon's light, that its power is a just one, as well as the divisions of the stars according to their respective names. Every division is divided that the lightning flashes, that its troops immediately obey, and that at cessation takes place during thunder and, it, and in continuance of its sound. Nor are the thunder and the lightning separated, neither do both of them move with one ruach, yet they are not separated. For when the lightning lightens, the thunder sounds, and the ruach at that proper period pauses, making an equal division between them. For the receptacle upon which their periods depend is as sand. Each of them at a proper season is restrained, is restrained with a bridle and turned by the power of the Ruach, which thus propels according to the spacious extent of the earth. The Ruach likewise of the sea is potent and strong, and as a strong power causes it to ebb, uh, causes it to ebb, so it is driven forwards and scattered among the mountains of the earth. The Ruach of Frost has its angel, and the Ruach of Hell, there is a good angel in the Ruach of Hell, H-A-I-L, in the Ruach of Hell, there is a good angel, and the Ruach of Hell, there is a good angel, the Ruach of Snow, ceases in its strength, and a solitary Ruach is in it, which ascends from it like vapor and is called refrigeration. Yeah, verse 10. The Ruach also of mist dwells with them in their receptacle, but it has a receptacle to itself, for its progress is in splendor. In light and in darkness, in winter and in summer, its receptacle is bright, and it is an angel. The abode of the Ruach of Dew is in the extremities of heaven, in connection with the receptacle of rain, 
and its progress is in winter and in summer. The cold produced by it and the cloud of the mist became or become united. One gives to the other, and when the ruach of rain is in motion from its receptacle, angels come, and opening its receptacle, bring it forth. When likewise it is sprinkled over all the earth, it forms a union with every kind of water on the ground. For the waters remain on the ground as nourishment to the earth from Al-Yang, who is in heaven. And I like to say Yahuwah Al-Yang, okay? All-powerful, the Most High. Yahuwah is all-powerful. He is the Most High. Verse 14, upon this account, therefore, there is a regulation in the quantity of rain which the angels receive. These things I saw, all of them, even paradise. Yada Yahuwah. Oh, my goodness. Okay, family. I'm going to wrap this up right now. And um, if you're familiar with how I do this from YouTube, I like to close with a psalm. But tonight we're going to close with a song and a psalm as we are to admonish one another with spiritual songs, hymns, and psalms. So tonight, allow me to admonish you. problems today but that ain't gonna make them go away so i'm counting my blessings instead cause he'll make a way make a way no counting my problems today i'd rather give you his praise i'm counting my blessings instead cause he'll make a way make a way Counting my blessings today, I could be going some other way. So I'm counting my blessings instead. He'll make a way, make a way. No focusing on the problems, only solutions. Giving glory to Abba Yah, and I'm saluting Yahusha HaMashiach for all he did for me. No reason for pouting and crying, we got the victory. No counting your problems today. Better give Yah your praise. You could be going in another way, but he'll make a way, make a way. He can make a way out of he no will. way. Just trust him. No more cutting your problems today. You could be giving you the praise. Give him the praise, family. So count your blessings instead. He'll make a way, make a way. Abba Yahuwah is always faithful. 
He's always on time. He is a present help in times of trouble. And he keeps them in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on him. Yes, yes. No more counting your problems. Only focusing on solutions is my, that's just my motto. You know, for a long time, I used to always just hang my head low. Soon as something happened, first time of trouble, I'm woe is me. And then I realized, very recently I realized problems will always be there because the enemy is constantly working against you. And not only that. Yahuwah is constantly pruning you. And how does he prune his children? He prunes them by cutting off the pieces that don't belong. Okay? And sometimes it is uh, through adversity that we are pruned. You know, the refining fire to come out gold. Hallelujah. So now what I've just been practicing doing is... As soon as I feel that little creep up feeling of sadness coming, because, you know, maybe this isn't going right or maybe that isn't going right, I start to praise. Even if I'm praising through tears, I praise, I pray, I focus on Yahweh, I focus on Yahushua, Yeshua, Yahuwah Shai, you know, the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the earth. Our Savior. I'll focus on Him, on them, and then I am made in perfect peace. Okay? For real. So, anyway, family, um, that was another uh, original song from Milan and myself. Of course, she was the inspiration, she was the composer, and then she was like, now do your thing. And so, you know, I did my thing. I placed words here and there and you know, it, it was just, I love our collaboration. It really is amazing. So anyway, family, we're wrapping this thing up right now. And I'm going to serve up to Halim 19, that's Psalm 19. And then we are going to say Shalom until next time. Okay, so here we go. So Halim 19, starting at verse 1. The heavens enumerate the glory of Yahweh. And the expanse shows his handiwork. Day by day utters speech. And night unto night shows knowledge. Doesn't this coincide with what we were reading in Enoch? Well, at least it does for me. Verse 3. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Their line is gone out through all the earth and their words to the end of the world. In them he sets, in them has he set a tabernacle for the sun. Remember we just read about the receptacles? And I promise you guys, believe it or not, as I was, you know, thinking on what psalm to read, I heard gently in my ear Psalm 19. And this is perfect. Okay, verse 5. Now I want to start over. Look, look, look. Okay, so. It says, to the chief musician, a mizmor of Dawid, 
And mizmor is, uh, it's not a Hebrew word. I'm believing it's kind of like a Romanized, like Greek or whatever. It's one of the other's words, all right? So, um, but you know what? Let me just fact check that because I don't want, ever want to tell you guys anything wrong. Let me see if Ms. Moore is actually Hebrew, but it doesn't sound like it. Okay, so according to like Wikipedia and everybody online, Ms. Moore is a Hebrew word. Now, my problem is I don't think that this Hebrew that we're all learning and arguing about is the ancient language. I just don't. Um, they give the credit to, what was his name, Ben Eliezer Yehuda? I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that this language that we're speaking surfaced about 150 years ago as uh, a dead language that resurfaced. Right. All I know is that, you know, the people native to the land over there, the Israelis, uh, I believe that their language is like Yiddish and Germanic. Anyway, I digress. Okay, Mishpacha, the word that we have meaning family, right? Let's go. Tehillim 19, Psalms 19. The heavens enumerate the glory of Yah, and the expanse shows his handiwork. Day by day utters speech, and night unto night shows knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Their line is gone out through all the earth and their words to the end of the world. In them has he set a tabernacle for the sun, which is as a bridegroom coming out of his chamber and rejoices as a strong man to run a race. His going forth is from the end of the heavens and his circuit unto the ends of it. And there is nothing hid from the heart, I'm sorry, from the heat thereof. Speaking about the sun, right? There is nothing hidden from the heat thereof. The Torah of Yah is perfect, restoring the soul. The testimony of Yah is sure making wise the simple. So it is sure. The testimony of Yahweh is sure, making wise the simple. Verse 8. The statutes of Yah are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of Yah is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of Yahweh is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of Yahweh are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold. Sweeter. So, but let me just say, right? So, if these things are desired more than gold, then family, understand how we are more precious than gold. This is why we need to be refined by what we will call such hardship, sometimes such heartbreak, but it is not in vain. It is There is a purpose 
to it. Anyway, verse 10. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and a honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned, and in guarding of them there is great reward. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse me from secret faults. Keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not take uh, let them not take dominion over me. Then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Yah, my strength and my redeemer. Okay, family, I hope you guys got something out of this. I know as for me, myself, and I, I will be listening to this a few times. For real, at least two. Because it was it was a lot going on and hearing a lot that I do want to understand and pray about and meditate on. Anyway, family, I hope tonight, this afternoon or this morning, you got one to grow on with your sister, Malaka Batya. Thank you so much, family. Love you. Shalom. 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 Bye.